This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. My name is Rich Bradbury and welcome to Tech Talk this morning. Um, we're going to have a bit of a, a, a chat about a few things today. Uh, and one of those things that we'll be talking about is human resources. Uh, and you might be tuning in thinking, well, I expected a lot more tech here on Tech Talk. That is true. However, we'll be looking at how uh, HR uh, and tech of HR fit into dynamic startup environments. I'll be speaking with Faris Abdullah. He is the group CEO of CXL. Now, they were established back in 2008. They're a human resource solutions company. They offer holistic human resource management solutions, uh, formerly known as Career XL. Their first project was the Train and Place program under Malaysia's Ministry of Higher Education, the MOHG, and involved around 800 candidates. They grew very quickly. They won accolades under HR vendors of the day. They were backed by over 30 years of combined experience. All good stuff. Um, so the man that I'm speaking to comes with good product knowledge, knows what he's talking about, and I'm hoping that I'm not overselling him. Welcome to the show, Faris. Hi, hi, Richard. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Uh, Faris, uh, you are the group CEO of CXL, correct? Yes, I am. Right. And how long have you been group CEO? I've been the group CEO since 2015. Okay. And previously, I was um, a part of the group. I was heading the technology. Right. Oh, so you are the man to speak to about the tech then, indeed. Uh, exactly. Right. So we know that startups are typically fast moving, uh, moving and often they're short of resources, whether or not it's uh, investment, manpower. Um, and HR is one of those, for many of them, it, it's almost like a, an afterthought. Um, you know, and so the question that we want to be asking today is, you know, how important is HR to startups and how can having these, I, I guess, seamless HR practices uh, benefit startups with, with tight budgets? So we know that to date, Malaysia estimates there's around 3,000 uh, 3, startups in every uh, industry possible emerging, right? Mm -hmm. but, so then how does HR technology and these solutions have a role in uh, startups to make them more efficient? Okay, so that's a good question. So let me address the, the budget portion first, right? Mm. So you're, you're right. Most startup runs on tight budget, but if they, if they want to get the hiring right and their HR processes right, then they need to hire right from the beginning. You know, you're mm. a startup. I know the founder will, you know, uh, start the company and usually they won't have an HR person in there. So they will, um, you know, go ahead at hiring, but they will not be proper processes, right? right. So as a founder, you will be busy getting your business up and running. So you will need a strong HR person within the organization to mitigate your manpower risk and also mm -hmm. to set up the tone for your company. Right. Right. And also, you see, um, HR can also help you with the development and retention of your employees. Right. Mm -hmm. End of the day, having a strong uh, HR practitioner will probably equal to having a good business and uh, efficient business. Mm -hmm. Right. And so in terms of budget, and the last thing, you know, how do you manage your budget? You know, startup can always use HR outsourcing today, right? There are a lot right. of organizations who does that today. They come with a very small cost, no fixed uh, cost, but what you get is the experience, knowledge, and the 
services. So mm-hmm. that is how startup can look at, you know, starting their HR uh, division. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, as we just touched on a little bit there, you know, we ha- they have tight budgets. So why do you think then that they would look outside for these solutions like, you know, uh, CXL? Um, when a lot of these companies who are reliant on their their, their own CEO to look around, and most of these startups will be it will be CEO driven. So it'll be like bringing friends in at first, and you know recommendations and, and whatever before they go out to hire, you know, uh, an HR professional, so to speak, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, so why do you think then, when they do have these tight budgets, these solutions that they're looking at? Why why would they go that route when it could be done internally? I guess. Okay, so we can split this into two. One is the HR person itself, right? Mm. You see, today, if you're an organization, if you want to set up a, a huge um, HR team, what would you need? You would probably need somebody with a lot of experience in setting up the HR division. You know, mm. hiring a fresh graduate or somebody with one or two years experience will come with a very limited knowledge, right? So if the... Mm. A startup is going out and bringing in somebody with 10 years experience or you know 15 years experience they're going to cost them a lot so right. what is the next option then outsourcing mm-hmm. so when you outsource you get all these services and all this experience but at a fraction of the cost because mm-hmm. you are not actually paying for the uh, headcount fully you are actually sharing mm-hmm. that person with a lot of other organizations mm-hmm. so so that will help them with their budget so they don't have to spend a lot of money hiring an HR um, manager or HR uh, executive, right? So mm. that's one way to look at it. The other mm. one is the HR platform itself, how right. the platform can help. See, today, if you if you know, I'm sure you know that a lot of uh, SaaS model HR platforms are already there in the market. Yeah. Right. So they no longer have to go and purchase something, do the installation and manage the servers, manage the backup and all that. For a fraction of cost, they can just subscribe to those services and use those platforms. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's definitely going to be a, a cheaper model for them than having it done in house. Okay. Yeah. Now, one of the reasons that people are attracted to um, startups in the beginning. Uh, there's a few reasons, obviously. One of them, you know, is the excitement of, of something new, uh, seeing something new come to market, a new product, a new service or whatever. And But one of the other reasons that people get attracted to it, and one of the reasons that I was initially attracted to to the startup kind of environment is, is because of their flexible culture. So what do you think are some of the uh, best, uh, the HR best practices that can be used to help them manage during that period? Okay, yeah. So flexi culture is great. A lot of organizations are doing it. In fact, larger organizations are also also doing it too. So to start mm. it right, I would advise the startup to first have an HR handbook, you know, which can be used as a guide or reference when it comes to HR processes. The Bible, so to speak. Exactly. The HR Bible, yes, yes. Yes. So that is very important for every organization, whether you're a small SME, startup, or a large uh, conglomerate, right? Mm. Second is having flexi culture. Yeah, it is good, but not everyone in the organization can be on flexi timing, all right? So you need to understand what kind of role can go into flexi timing and what kind of role you can. You know, I, mm-hmm. I just remember often one of my friends who runs a startup during the pandemic. Mm. He had an urgent document to be sent to a, a lawyer's office. He pinged his, um, uh, his dispatch. And, you know, the response he got from the dispatch was, 
boss, I'm actually working from home this week. Uh huh. But how can a dispatch work from home? Right, right. <laughs> right? So so there was something wrong in the policy. You set a policy yeah. which is not making sense for the organization. Yeah. So those yeah. are the things, you know, the organization have to uh, look at it. The okay. the other one in terms to uh, flexi culture is also looking at um, study the market rate when you hire people, right? A lot of uh, startups want top talent and mm. sometimes they overpay them with unrealistic mm. perks and, you know, unique benefit and all that. Yeah, all that will work for short term, but in long term, it is going to hurt the organization, right? The organization should always remember startups. Please have benefits which can scale up with your company. Mm-hmm. All right. And okay. finally, the current young workforce, you know, they are less interested in perks. If you really look at it, they're not very much interested in the perks that the organization they give you an example. We at CXL hire a lot of young graduates and we mm. realized that they were not interested in the great medical benefit that we have for them mm-hmm. simply because their response to me is we are young. We are not going to fall sick very often. So we don't need, <laughs> <laughs> we don't if need only this they kind knew. of <laughs> yeah. right. right. So, so yeah. They, they reject those kind of benefits. They want some mm-hmm. other benefit, which is going to actually benefit them. Right. Right. All right. So those are the things they look for. Something tangible, I think, is what a lot of them are looking for, right? Something they can feel, they can touch, they, they know they're going to use, I guess. Yes, that's the right thing. They, they want mm. a benefit that they can use, mm. not for the sake of having it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's take a short break here, Faris. I've got some yeah. uh, more interesting stuff. I want to, Obviously, it's a tech show. I want to talk to you a little bit more about some of the tech stuff coming on uh, a little bit later on. But let's take a short break. Folks, you're tuned in to Tech Talk this morning. I'm on the phone with Faris Abdullah. He is the group CEO of CXL. They were established back in 2008. They're a human resource solutions company. We'll be right back after these messages here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Beautiful, festive moments. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. My name is Rich Bradbury. This is Tech Talk. I'm on the phone with Faris Abdullah. He's the group CEO of CXL. They were established back in 2008. They're a human resource solutions company that offers holistic human resource management solutions. We're talking about how does HR tech fit into a dynamic startup environment. Uh, before the break, we were talking about flexiculture. We were talking about uh, HR best practices. But obviously, it's a tech show, Faris. Uh, and we have, in the, especially in the last couple of years, we've seen a whole bunch of emerging tech and a lot of companies are, are digitizing and digitalizing. Let's talk about emerging tech and how it's improving lots of aspects of work, uh, particularly when we look at things like AI. How does that help in um, a traditional industry like HR? Okay. So AI is very interesting. Uh, definitely, they are being used in a lot of uh, organizations today, um, including the HR um, department, right? So what AI does is they take over resource-intensive HR job, 
right to give okay. you an example if you if you are yeah. a large organization right mm-hmm. having say thousands of employees the hr department might be getting at least 100 200 hr hr inquiries emails per mm-hmm. week mm-hmm. right so and then this will become a burden for the hr department to handle so one way mm-hmm. to handle this is using ai using the chatbot today right. chatbot are able to answer most hr related questions by referring to the hr system or platform they have right mm-hmm. to give you an example um, um currently if you want to check if you need three months of your payslip what would you do you either probably log into your hr solution and go and pick the three months details and pull right. them up right yeah but today yeah. there are solutions where you can ask the chatbot can i please have my three months payslip and it will I recognize see. who you are and it will right. attach those three pdf files to your chat and send it to you mm-hmm. so information is at your fingertips today when it comes to hr information same thing very useful yes same thing with uh, applying for leave right yeah. people no longer log into a system select a date and then um, apply for leave you just you know inform the chatbot that hey i would like to apply leave next monday so and so date I think you I think you need to speak to my company about that because I still have to log in and pick a date and <laughs> do all <of> those things. <laughs> yeah, but the, but these are all the latest technology that's coming in um right, now, right, right. right? So right, okay. eventually, you know, companies in Malaysia will slowly pick this up in the next <laughs> one to two years. <laughs> okay, okay. All yeah. right. With that in mind, the, yeah. a lot of that data I'm guessing it has to be stored somewhere, right? You know, mm-hmm. whether it, it's in the cloud or edge or, or whatever. Uh, and before we we know it used to be piles of paper uh, and files and um so and we've seen in the last few months we've seen um data breaches, you know, we we've seen leaked data wherever it's come from. Um, and, and it's a consistent problem here in Malaysia, and not just Malaysia, you know, Southeast Asia, the world, in fact. Yeah. Um, these platforms, how secure are they? How is that data secured? And what kind of risk can um, startups face, uh, I, I guess, you know, when they are starting up? Because often they don't know um, which software to use, how to protect their data. Can you just talk me through that a little bit? Sure. So digital security risk, is real, like what you explained, right? Mm. Globally, it's, it is a problem. So what happens is if you, if you don't manage your data properly, then of course the organization will risk of losing valuable HR data. Like for yeah. us, we, we actually break this uh, into two. One is external leak and the second is internal leak, right? So with external, you know, I'm pretty confident with today's cloud technology and security provider. You know, they, right. they have come a long way, you know, uh, and as long as we have a platform configured properly with microservices and making use of all the security layers and features of the platform, your HR platform should be safe, right? Because this right. is the same platform where banks are hosting their servers and all that. So they have those certification, making sure it's a tier three or tier four data center and all the security is looked into, right? Secondly yeah. is also how much do we spend on Security. You see, you can mm-hmm. actually host a server within your environment, within your office. But mm-hmm. how much would a typical SME or a startup would spend on their IT security? Right, right. right. Probably, you know, 100,000, 200,000. But mm-hmm. cloud mm-hmm. providers today spend millions securing their servers. Mm-hmm. So, so that's an indication that it will be much better. 
Mm. Right. What's more interesting is the second portion, the internal leak. This is where we see a lot of issues coming up. Right. What happens is data is secure, the environment is secure, the server is secure, but the user who are using it are not using it securely. To right, give you an right. example, they'll have a sticky note on their laptop with their password to log in. Oh yes, I've seen that. Right. So yeah. you know, so you can have the best system in the world, but if somebody does that, you know, I can just walk in, take out the sticky note, and log into the HR. That's right. System. Yeah. All right. Secondly, the other one, which is very famous, is using generic password. Mm-hmm. Everybody would be using the same password. It's just at the end they'll probably have a zero one, zero two, zero three. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So so those are actually the internal uh, leak. So organizations have to really safeguard that in in a way that not everybody in an HR department should have full access to the system, mm, right? Mm. To give you uh, an example, if you if you have somebody uh, just uh, taking care of time attendance, they should not have access to the module where salary information are kept. Yeah, true, true. All right. Uh, so, I, I, yeah, sorry, carry on, please. Yeah, so organizations have to really understand how to configure all this within their platform. So they must have the knowledge. So what they do is some of the organization, rather than them, cracking their head and figuring this out, they will just outsource it. So when you outsource, what happens? Only one person in your organization talks to the outsourcing company. So mm-hmm. you actually mitigate the entire risk of uh, salary being leaked. Do you mm-hmm. know that a lot of organizations today in Malaysia, they outsource not because they, they can't afford somebody in-house, but they want the data to be sitting outside their organization. So not everybody in the HR department will know the salary. Right. And that makes sense. Yeah. And it leads nicely onto my next set of questions. I've got a couple more. We are running out of time, so I've kind of got to rush you through these, unfortunately. Uh, And obviously, we've just been speaking about it. Payroll is a big thing, and it is a big challenge when it comes to managing employees. Now, as we know, automation accelerates efficiency in modern workplaces. But how does payroll automation benefit startups? What about the risks of other important things these startups need to take consideration into? Okay, so payroll automation will help with speed and accuracy when it comes to Mm -hmm. payroll because payroll speed and accuracy is very important, right? So having a well-configured platform will solve half of the problem. Second, having somebody with the knowledge to close the loop. Right, startup needs to understand that the platform alone will not solve their payroll issues, but a good HR personnel with experience needed to handle the complex payroll processing, a government taxation, government statutory. So that's where the complexity actually uh, sits in, right? So again, to give you real life examples, we have been helping a lot of uh, smaller startups and SMEs to digitize their HR, and that is where I see the problem. Every ten SME I talk to, five of them will be doing, say, the overtime calculation wrongly, or they refuse to pay the HRDF fee because the person who's running the organization don't understand this. They think, oh, it's Mm -hmm. an optional, or I can do it according to how I want to calculate. So when we Mm -hmm. go in, we then educate them and tell them this is how you need to do it. These are the processes, and then we fix all their HR issues. 
Right. So those are some what? of the things they have to look at. Right, right, right. Okay, I think I've probably got time for, for one more question, um, Faris. Mm. Now, um, I'm, I'm guessing it's about talent uh, and getting the right talent with the right skills is very, very challenging, as you kind of mentioned a little bit earlier on. Um, but when it comes to smaller businesses, you know, SMEs, MSMEs, um, using a platform like, like CXL, how do they find the right talent, you know, uh, and how, particularly when we're looking at stuff like uh, contract employees, temporary staffing employees, how do they get those right people? Okay, so many SME and startups today are working with contingency workforce provider, someone yeah. like uh, CXL, right? Where yeah. we actually have um, in-house skilled recruiters who know how to interview these people they are looking for, making sure putting them through the assessment and getting the the right fit for the startup or the SME, right? Mm -hmm. So once that is done, then what we do is we park them with us. We hire them under our payroll and then we second them to the SME, which means the SME doesn't have to have a big HR team to manage mm -hmm. these people. We have a team called uh, HR Business Partners who will partner with the SME and help them to manage this group of people, be it, it. Uh, the contract or the temporary staff. Folks, I've been on the phone with Faris Abdullah. He is the group CEO of CXL. Uh, they are a human resource solutions company. They offer holistic human resource management solutions. They were formerly known as Career XL. You can head over to their website to find out more about them. Their website is www.cxlgroup.com. There you go. My name is Rich Bradbury. This has been Tech Talk here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.